You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Removable prosthetic treatment options have changed to include digital workflow solutions. Today, we'll be discussing CAD CAM technologies and how digital workflow solutions can help us achieve consistency, predictability, and simplicity in our removable prosthetic cases. Our guest is Robert Cryer, a certified dental technician with an extensive background and award-winning leadership in dental implants and dentures, and has published numerous articles on removable prosthodontics. Robert, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Well, thank you very much, Phil. It's my pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about digital workflow as a process that's involved with making dentures, and that's you know a far cry from how things used to be with traditional denture making. Uh, the ones, the the techniques that I studied when I was in dental school, which honestly I wasn't in love with. I always found dentures to be pretty tedious and arduous and difficult. Um, maybe my mind just wasn't there where I was really focused on making dentures. It wasn't a particularly glamorous thing at the time. Things have changed dramatically now with digital workflow. So we're really happy to have you, Robert, to tell us about that. To get started, what exactly is a digital workflow and how does it add value to removable prosthetics? Well, it's a great you know, starting question, Phil. Thank you. So, you know, a digital workflow is really the automation, you know, of a process and it's, you know, utilizing CAD CAM technologies. So when we take an analog process, and then we you know, try to make it um, more systematic uh, and automate it utilizing computer-aided design and computer-aided manufacturing technologies. This is basically what we have to uh, we use to guide us is this workflow throughout this process. Uh, years ago, you know, we'd call it dental procedures, dental um, processes. But this was through more of analog utilizing um, hand waxing, hand processing, uh, hand finishing, uh, as well as impression taking. Now, when we have all these different uh, instruments uh, uh, utilizing advanced technologies, uh, this this helps us guide us through this workflow, these processes. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, in a conversation that I had with you before that the information that's collected during the digital workflow is kept. It's preserved digitally. How is that different than what we've done in the past traditionally? And how is that preservation of information help us as clinicians? Yeah, Phil, this is, to me, the main differentiator between the traditional or analog dentures, the way we've made dentures for years and years. Uh, my grandfather, you know, was in dentistry, made dentures, so was my father. And, you know, so hearing, you know, how the dentures, you know, were made in the last hundred years, you know, has, has always been interesting to me. But now we've advanced to where we can acquire clinical data, whether it be clinically or technically in the laboratory, and save this data. In the past um, hundred years, so we've always destroyed the data. A dentist goes through a lot of time taking a very good border molded impression, capturing the horizontal vertical dimension of the vestibule, you know, getting a good uh, uh, selective pressure and uh, impression of the soft tissues and all the anatomy, and then that's destroyed. Yeah, we make a master cast off of that, but then that master cast is destroyed during the processing procedure. A dentist will uh, take a lot of time, you know, uh, gathering clinical data for uh, records, for a vertical dimension and centric relation records, and uh, mark on the occlusion rims, 
uh, midline, high lip line, canine, different re reference points. And then when the de uh, denture is set up with the teeth, all that is destroyed again. Yes, you can make a matrix, you can make a set, uh, another set of rims, but basically a lot of this data gets destroyed as we're going through the process of a true you know, analog or traditional process. Digital, we save. Every time you know, we design, we scan in the impressions or we scan in the models or the dentist will send us an intraoral scan and export to STL, we save that. And then we design the dentures, the denture bases and the teeth on that uh, virtual model and then that design file is archived and saved as well. So, and then as we go through the process, yes. Yeah, so if a patient comes back 10 years later and they need their denture relined, for instance, with this data that you have on file at the lab, how is that implemented to um, benefit the, the patient and, of course, the operator to the dental healthcare professional to make that denture fit again? Just a reline or a new denture? Either one or both. So after 10 years, we'd hope they would at least, you know, want a new denture. But uh, say, for example, if they want a new denture after, you know, this period of time, then traditionally they would have to, they would usually start out with new impressions. And then also they, most patients want to look the same, have the same appearance, the same, use the same molded teeth, uh, have the teeth be in the same position. Traditionally, this is very difficult to do. We can maybe get 95% of the way to give the patient back the exact same appearance, but not 100%. So um, with the digital workflow, we have this saved design file where we can print out a replica exactly of the patient's dentures that they're wearing now. And then all the dentist has to do is take a wash impression to capture any residual rich resorption that's taken place during this period, as well as a check bite to reaffirm the uh, relationships record. And then we would uh, turn around and scan that in and then start the, start the process. The real, um, I think, the key for the patient and the benefit for the patient is that we can make the next denture look exactly like the previous denture as far as the same smile, give them the same aesthetics. So it's not, and they're not transitioning to a new denture with a new appearance. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's a huge advantage. So what is the best way for a dentist to start doing digital dentures in order to understand the clinical and technical workflow? I think the best way, Phil, um, is an immediate denture. Now, with an immediate, you have this terminal dentition. This, you know, it's going to be the teeth will be extracted. There might be some, you know, socket augmentations, maybe some bone grafting, but it's a two, usually a two appointment process. You know, they take the impressions, and um, and then we will scan that in, and then we'll make the denture. So. In an analog workflow, when we're doing the model surge, extracting the teeth off the models, we're saving, you know, we're, yeah, we're socketing the teeth, putting the teeth where the teeth were, but we, we lose the reference. We don't have an exact reference where immediate dentures go. In the digital workflow, we can overlay where those teeth were to make sure we're in the exact um, position. So the benefit to the patient is that the, uh, the teeth going to be in the same, pretty close to the same position. Yes, a lot of patients want to go from a rotation. They have a lot of crooked teeth who want it straighter, but at least we can, you know, understand what the emergence profile is. The benefit to the dentist 
uh, on this doing a, a digital workflow, again, is archiving the, and retaining all this data that we've gone through and using the immediate denture as a transitional uh, prosthesis as we go into the definitive prosthesis. So, you know, um, it's kind of like Dr. Pound years ago did this uh, branching technique where he used a reference denture to gather a lot of uh, diagnostic data. We do the same thing in, with immediate uh, dentures. So, I think it's an easiest way to get into it because it doesn't involve understanding uh, different uh, processes as far as uh, different ways to take records. You're doing the exact same thing as you normally would, either take an impression um, and, and then we will scan in the impression. If you use an iOS system for immediate dentures, if you have a tooth, tooth that has a higher degree of mobility and you're afraid it might come out, be extracted, or it's very difficult to capture the teeth because it's very, it might be splayed out, then you can just scan that in and send us the file of the terminal dentition and the soft tissue, and we'll um, virtually extract the teeth and the software and then design a new denture. Generally speaking, do you know how many dentists are using a digital workflow to fabricate dentures in their office? I don't know numbers, you know, Phil, exact numbers, but I could say the percentages, and I've, we're seeing increasing dramatically. Uh, earlier this year, uh, we were, uh, since we started several digital uh, workflows. We do digital workflows for uh, complete dentures, and we have a few different options uh, for that. And then we have partial dentures uh, for cobalt chromium as well as flexibles. And then we have uh, digital workflows for orthotics where we receive files. So currently, um, say in the last seven months, we're, we've seen the file, the number of file intake files go from zero to a little over 30%. So thirty okay. percent of the work we receive are is from a, uh, as in a digital file. How does Ivoclar Vivident contribute towards this whole movement of digital dentures? What are they doing technologically? What are they offering doctors as far as implementation of a, of a digital workflow to fabricate a denture? Well, Ivoclar Vivident's always been you know at the forefront of um, education, and this entire digital evolution or revolution, as you, you know, may say, and it has to be driven by education. This will be the true driver for adoption of digital technologies. And I think Ivoclar Vivian is a leader in that. They also have uh, created workflows uh, for complete denture prosthetics that include a monolithic denture that we use the PM7 for, where the denture and teeth are milled out of the same uh, disc. It's uh, truly an amazing process uh, uh, called a shell geometry, uh, where uh, we can, uh, as we're in the design process, we uh, position this ribbon that uh, defines between the teeth and the base and allows the um, software to position or nest the, the denture design within the uh, disc, within this ribbon. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing technology. I think Ivoclar Viva is at the forefront of this uh, movement and this revolution as far as developing technologies. Um, and for immediate dentures, we, we always go with this monolithic, especially for transitioning um, this to an implant-supported prosthesis. So you're saying that a dentist could actually create a denture through scanning, right? A digital scan, and then using 
a monolithic material, I guess some sort of block. It can be milled with the teeth on it and the base. Correct. So you never, ha you don't have to worry about debonding de of teeth from a base, delamination, teeth fracturing, you know, um, from the base. Uh, this is, uh, it's one solid mass of acrylic that's milled out together, teeth and base. And that's done, uh, as that's a, presently done in the laboratory, right? Dentists don't have this in their practice. They're not doing it chairside. Correct. Correct. No, this is done in the laboratory. The, you know, the footprint of this milling unit is quite large, you know, as well as what's needed to support the uh, milling unit. But um, no, this is done in the laboratory. Clinically, the feedback I've received from a lot of prosthodontists and general dentists we work with is the post-insertion adjustments are minimized um, uh, due to the, uh, you know, the digital process. You mean the accuracy is so high? The accuracy, yeah, correct, and also the uh, in in the virtual or digital world, it's uh, one to one. So, and when you're uh, processing dentures through the traditional way, you have this um, distortion during the polymerization process, and so that's why you know people do this uh, posterior palatal seal, the post dam process to make up for this uh, polymerization, the errors or the uh, the distortion, and but when Whatever you mill again, whatever the digital file is, you're going is is going to be in the finished denture. So we find that the fits are improved much much better. So thus the stability of the, the denture, the base stability of the base is, is improved, and you do not have as much movement. And since you don't have as much movement, you know find that the patients do not get as uh, much soreness. Plus the occlusion is much more much more accurate uh, during the design process. You can uh, have a virtual articulator run an occlusional mapping and uh, work out the um, all the contacts and the the working and balancing. And so we find that um, creating a lingualized occlusion or fully balanced occlusion, we, it's much more accurate and consistent in a uh, CAD process. That's amazing. So if a dentist wanted to do that and do this monolithic approach, they have to find a lab that has the equipment to do that milling, right? Correct, yes. And so yeah, here at Microdental uh, in uh, Livermore, California, you know, we uh, accept files uh, from the dentist to uh, review the files with them and go through the entire workflow, uh, explain what the process is, what we need from the dentist, work with them on also the uh, iOS. And, and then uh, we also have laboratories throughout the United States. We have 25 laboratories that um, uh, can work with dentists in different locations as well. Just for our audience to know, so we're speaking with Robert Cryer. Robert Cryer is really an outstanding uh, CDT. He was selected by the National Board of Certification in Dental Technology in 2011, I believe, as CDT of the Year, which is quite impressive. And then, of course, um, he was the recipient, the first recipient of the American College of Prosthodontists Dental Technician Leadership Award. Um, and that was in January of 2011. That was a good year for you, 2011. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. It's a good year for wine, too. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to share with us? Let's say you're talking to a dentist audience right now that's just doing typical traditional denture procedures. The methodology is what was taught to them in dental school, and they're getting good results. Is this just such a game changer moving to a digital workflow for this? Or is this a transition? So you wouldn't just move from being 
a traditional denture fabricator to a monolithic uh, denture maker, would you move one step at a time and start with a scan, do it in steps? What do you find happening here? Yeah, that's a very good question, Phil. So once we have a design file, so if, if the dentist takes, um, like you said, a border mold impression, and then if with their interaural scanner, they scan that, they export a STL to us, then we can use that to create a design file uh, for a printed try-in, which we recommend. And then from that printed try-in, um, then we'll do the definitive. But we, we always recommend when you first start out just to try to do the try-in first and then, and then later on, you know, uh, if you find that you're getting consistent results, which we've had many dentists say, you know, well, I don't want to do the try-in. We're having good results. You know, we'll just go ahead and just go to a finish. Then we do more what's called a copy denture workflow where we are uh, using the scan of the existing denture that's been maybe border molded and washed with an impression. And then we use that as a reference for setting the teeth and, uh, and creating the borders and the base. And then we, we've, we've done many, many dentures where we've done just two appointments like that. But as far as the finished product, we do, the, we, we do probably 90% of the dentures in the, in the monolithic. And then if we're, when we're milling and the other, we do in a split file uh, where we have the teeth separate from the base. And the only time we do that is when the occlusional scheme is a little bit different, where we might have um, maybe a class three crossbite or a severe class two relationship. It's more accurate for us in the design to do the split file and then refine it um, when we're uh, finishing it. When you're doing the monolithic technique in the lab, does the dentist take the impression with a scan or do they actually take it traditional impressions, do the border molding and then scan that? They can, but we're having better results if they scan a border molded impression, either out of a custom tray or the best results are a duplicate. Um, if they duplicate the existing prosthesis, the existing denture, and then border mold that. that, that is the best data or information that we can get. And what we're looking for this, Phil, is to get uh, improve the quality of the data that we get from the dentist uh, that comes into the laboratory and, and retain this data in, uh, for future treatment. And it's all part of, you know, diagnostics. Whenever we, if we have a patient that has a mucosal supported denture, they want to transition eventually to maybe implant retained, implant supported prosthesis. It's all about planning and, and gathering uh, data for, your, uh, for diagnostics. And with this digital workflow, it allows us to do that, it allows us to uh, gather and collect data, retain data, analyze data for, for this uh, complete treatment planning that we're going to propose to the patient and then retain all the clinical data for future treatment as we go from um, interim prosthesis to provisional prosthesis to definitive. So how do you envision the future of fabricating dentures in the dental office? Do you see it as being a monolithic approach? Yeah, definitely, Phil. I, I absolutely do. I think the days of denture in the future, you know, maybe we're talking maybe uh, as we go generations, as, as one as a denture wearer transitions from the analog denture to a uh, digital denture and they have these monolithic dentures, I think we'll see as they get into the second generation of patients doing this, the days of uh, dentists having teeth 
uh, come out and having to do tooth repairs and 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 breakage and things like that will be greatly minimized or or, or eventually eliminated. So that I think is is a huge benefit, you know, it, uh, to the dentist and to the patient. It's definitely saving chair time. Uh, the, the, it's enabling the uh, dentist to become much more efficient and uh, develop uh, products you know, that are extremely predictable. You know, there is a learning curve, as with anything, um, but once you understand what, what is needed, uh, what data needs to be collected, and how to look at the data, analyze the data, and make sure everything has been, uh, that you need has been captured, uh, it's it's just it's truly uh, you know amazing how much time we can save. Yeah, in the past we've gone for maybe you know four or five appoint um, uh, clinical appointments in a linear uh, uh, traditional denture process. Sometimes six appointments, depending upon what, and then sometimes you might have multiple post insertion adjustments where the patient will come back in for sore spots, adjustments here, adjustments there, which take up a lot, a lot of chair time. And most of these uh, uh, post-insertion adjustments are unannounced. Patients just show up. But we're, as I said before, we're really finding that this, the digital dentures saves a lot of cl clinical chair time. There's studies, uh, Loma Linda uh, uh, that's, has done studies, clinical studies looking into this. Patients' ex uh, set rate of satisfaction is higher with a you know, digital denture than a conventional denture um, as, you know, as far as fit and function. Um, and the aesthetics is getting better and better all the time. With, with digital dentures, especially now with this monolithic, uh, fully milled Ivotian denture. I mean, it's truly amazing. I showed some of the people what we can do now with a digital denture, and they don't believe it's a digital denture looking at it, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially it's a monolithic digital denture. So yeah, um, in the future, a, yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. Yeah, 10 years from now, we won't even be talking about traditional dentures. I don't know if they're teaching digital dentures in the dental school or not at this point. I'd be curious to know that. I'm not sure. Yeah, there are. There's some universities, um, uh, UNC, Chapel Hill, you know, is now has one. Uh, I know in uh, a curriculum, digital denture curriculum, I think University of Minnesota does. I think there's a few other universities that are starting curriculums, Loma Linda. Uh, so, uh, as as more and more dentists graduate, as more universities adopt a digital curriculum, and I think they'll have parallel curriculums uh, teaching traditional dentures as well as uh, digital dentures, but as more universities have these digital curriculums and, and dentists that graduate um, are taught the digital way, they are obviously uh, going to then, you know, prescribe a digital denture when they graduate. Nobody wants to sit around, sit in a laboratory with a Bunsen burner and wax and go in and then uh, hot boiling water, eliminating wax in, in the processing room. And if a dentist needs to adjust wax chair side at the wax room, they don't want to get out a Bunsen burner or a heating element. That's that's archaic. We don't have to go that way. We don't have to go into the past. We need to go into the future and collect uh, clinical data and retain that data and analyze that data for future use. Yeah, sounds good. Very well said, Robert. We're talking to Robert Cryer, a certified dental technician. Uh, we appreciate your insight. And uh, for more information about the monolithic approach, certainly visit Ivaclar Vivadent's website. They'll have plenty of information on it or speak to a uh, representative of Ivaclar Vivadent and they'll be able to 
guide you in the right direction if you are interested in getting started with digital workflow solutions for your denture fabrication in your dental office. Thanks again, Robert, and we hope to have you on another podcast soon. Great. Thank you, Phil.